And that's the genius of this man alayhi salam. He takes very careful note of what Allah says to him, and then he comes back with an adjusted prayer. Right? So he says, وَإِذْ Ibrahim, When Ibrahim alayhi salam said, رَبِّ جَعَلْ هَذَا بَلَدًا آمِنًا Master, make this, meaning this land, this desert, a peaceful city. A peaceful city, a safe city. So the first part of this prayer has nothing to do with people. Has nothing to do with his children or their faith. It just means that this city itself should be safe. Now this is actually genius by Ibrahim salam. Why? Because when a city does not believe, when a town does not believe, then they are not safe from the, the punishment of Allah. <laughs> when a, you, you could have a great empire like the Egyptians had a great empire, the pharaohs had a great empire, and it had its prosperity, but they were not safe from the punishment of Allah eventually. Isn't that the case? So when Ibrahim salam says, Ya Allah, you make sure that this is a safe city, this is actually a very indirect way of asking that the majority dwellers of this city are going to be what? Believers. It's actually a really intelligent way of putting that forward. Ya Allah, just make this city safe. And that's implied in it, yes of course, believers are the ones that are safe. That's why Allah says, for example, you know, يَعْبُدُونَنِي لَا يُشْتِكُونَ بِشَيْءَ لَا يَخَافُونَ They're not gonna be afraid, you know. When believers are given establishment in the land, Allah replaces fear with safety. So actually the security of a city is, actually, is directly related to the spiritual state of a place. That's the Qur'anic principle. But anyway, another interesting thing to note here, even if you don't look at it from a spiritual perspective, the first prayer is that the place where these people are going to live, my children are going to live, should be a safe place. Not, not just from the punishment of Allah, but a safe place, safe neighborhoods, safe schools, safe businesses. People's lives should be safe, people's homes should be safe, people's place of business should be safe, safe people's uh, place of worship should be safe. These are the concerns of every society by the way. We're not just concerned about that as Muslims, people want to live in a safe neighborhood. Right? And I just found out recently, Plano counts as one of the safest neighborhoods in the United States. Right? So real estate prices go up when a neighborhood is what? is safe. And when a neighborhood is dangerous, what happens to real estate prices? They go down. In other words, the safer a neighborhood is, the better it starts doing economically. Isn't that the case? And the worse a neighborhood is, the worse it starts doing what? Economically. And vice versa. If a, if a city is prosperous, that means they have more tax revenue, school, you know, school districts are better, or whatever, better jobs are being created, and therefore they can afford better security. And when a neighborhood has a tough economy, people are losing their jobs, people are getting desperate, then what starts increasing in those cities? Crime. So safety and prosperity go hand in hand. Is that clear to everybody? Safety and prosperity go hand in hand. Another way of thinking about this is that, you know, you can't, to, in order to have a sustained, healthy society, you actually need peace, what I call peace here, or safety, and you need prosperity. You need both of them to go hand in hand. In other words, if home is safe, and business is safe, and the streets are safe, and the market is safe, and the, and the school is safe, everything is safe, but you can't find a job, there's no point. That society is gonna fall apart anyway. Because in order for this society to be maintained, people have to be able to make money. On the other hand, if you have all the money in the world, people can make lots and lots of money, but there's nothing safe, it's the law of the jungle. If that's the case, that society will fall apart too, isn't it? So you need both of those. So Ibrahim salam, in just brief words he says, Master, make this into a safe city, a peaceful city, and warzuk ahlahu minat thamarat, provide its citizens from all kinds of fruit. 
provided citizens from all kinds of fruit. Minat thamarat, which is really beautiful. In other words, the part where he said make it safe is about the peace. The part where he said give them all kinds of fruit is about what? Prosperity. By the way, if these people living in Mecca, that's where they are, if they're going to get all kinds of fruit, they're gonna have to import them because you don't exactly get oranges in Mecca. Or, or mangoes, or bananas, or anything for that matter. Right? In other words, he's asking for a city that can engage in international trade. He's asking for a city that's prosperous because it engages in business and trade with other places. That's already embedded within the prayer, isn't it? So now what we're thinking about, we think about Ibrahim alayhi salam as a spiritual leader, as someone who prayed to Allah azza wa jal. But now you have to think about another dimension of this man alayhi salam. Remember I told you he's thinking generations ahead? Right? وَمِن ذُرِّيَّتِ If you're gonna think generations ahead, you can't just be thinking about their iman. Like who are they going to worship? That's important, of course it's important. But you know what? Their people are not going to have the, the peace of mind and the ability to worship Allah as they should if their life is miserable. In other words, if they're constantly worried about the survival of themselves and their family, if they don't know how to make ends meet at all, society is in utter chaos and collapse, then you're not, the deen is not going to prosper. So you need a healthy, functioning society for religion to actually take, take hold. They, they need each other. In other words, you know, just like our human body, you have to take care of this body and you have to take care of the ruh, right? The prayer, the dua, the recitation of Qur'an, the fasting, all of that cleanses you spiritually. It takes care of your ruh. And the same way, good food, exercise, all that stuff takes care of what? Your body, we have, this is dual existence. You have to take care of both sides. The same way in society, there are two sides. A lot of times people who worry about the iman of our ummah and the future of our ummah, all we think about is the spiritual side. We don't think about the economic side or the political side, the safety of the people, you know? And look at the genius of this man alayhi salam. The first thing he does as a leader is he looks at the reality on the ground and he says, Ya Allah, make the city safe, make it peaceful, and make it prosperous economically. Minat thamarat. And something you should understand about Arabic literature and the word thamarat. I translate thamarat right now as fruits. Provide them all kinds of fruits. But fruits are literally fruits like apples and oranges and stuff. But fruits is something else also. Fruits is also the fruit of your labor. In other words, you do work and you see results. Ya Allah, provide them businesses that succeed. Provide them institutions that flourish. Provide them, you know, uh, the teachers that can actually, you know, see success in their students, etc. Provide them the fruits of their labor. Give them success in these things. This is the dua Ibrahim salam is making for his future offspring, but he adds a qualification. And here's where things get interesting. Previously, I'm reminding you again, his first prayer was, can you give leadership to who? Who did he ask for leadership for? All of his kids. Some are wrongdoers. Well, if some are wrongdoers, I sure hope they're not in leadership. Because if, if the wrongdoers are in leadership, what happens in that society? Two things disappear, peace and prosperity. So he's starting at the bottom up now. Ya Allah, make this, city, make this a peaceful and prosperous city, provide them all kinds of fruit, but actually provide the fruits and provide this prosperity to who? Man amana minhum billahi wal yawmil akhir. Only the ones who believed in Allah and the last day. In other words, give safety and prosperity only to believers. Don't give it to who? Disbelievers. He's hoping that disbelievers, or people, of, people that are zalim, because the opposite is not kafir here. 
The opposite is not disbeliever. The opposite is zalim. That's established in the ayat. Wrongdoers, cruel people, unjust people. Ya Allah, make sure unjust people are not established in society. Ya Allah, make them the criminal element that are in the, on the fringes. I know they're going to exist, but keep them on the fringes. Keep them on the outside of society. Don't make them the main players in society. Don't give them safety and don't give them prosperity. Only give safety and prosperity to believing people. Now understand something else that so many Muslims are confused about. This is a literally a, a campaign that I'm on. That you know, so many things that I learned as a child and growing up about Islam, I've come to learn from the Quran that we've just been looking at it the wrong way or we've spread the wrong notions. So many people have demonized, for example, doing well. So they say, why are you getting a promotion at your job? Astaghfirullah al You should be memorizing Qur'an instead and say no to that promotion. And don't go and do your PhD in the kafir university. You should actually go and you know, study hadith instead and become a alim of deen. And I met college students that are doing really well in school. And they say, Ustaz Numan, I feel really guilty because I'm top of my class in psychology. And I should have been studying Qur'an and sunnah. And here I am studying, you know, uh, you know, uh, a clinical psychology and it's you know just from these kafir professors I'm like stupid I mean they caught me at the end of a program so I didn't really have my reservations so I'm exhausted mentally so I just said stupid what are you doing who told you this who came up with this notion the idea that Ibrahim alayhi salam wants you to be prosperous he want, and a city cannot be prosperous if it doesn't have people that know what they're doing that know how to make a good income but what should these people have? They should have iman in Allah and the last day. Man amana billahi wal yawmil akhir. Hey everyone, that was a small glimpse from Story Night. I want you to catch the entire Story Night and there's a bunch more Story Nights out there on BayinaTV.com. Go sign up for BayinaTV.com. Go under Quran courses and you'll find Story Nights, a number of them that you can enjoy with your family.